It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine Jirasi here, and I'd like to welcome you to Paying It Forward. So, I know I say this every single time I have a show, but today's guest is over the top. You are going to want to get your pad of paper out, you're going to want to take notes, and you're going to want to stay on till the very, very end of the show, because we have a huge, huge guest today. So let's get started with the business tip of the week. So the business tip of the week is, as small business owners, a lot of times we tend to want to do everything ourselves. But I guess what I'd like to say is try to be super, super honest with yourself. And if there is something that you feel that you are not a true expert in, just go out there, do your research, and try to find somebody and hire somebody if you're in the position to hire somebody and to pay somebody and have them do the the project that you need done. If you cannot afford to hire somebody to do it, ask for help. There are so many business owners out there who are happy to sit down with you and to help you with any kind of problem you have. So ask for help. That is the business tip of the week. Okay. With that, I cannot wait to give you the a small background of our guest today. Our guest today is Susan Solovic. And Susan is a woman of many, many talents. Um, she is the small business expert, an award-winning entrepreneur, She's a media personality. Um, she's got a New York Times, Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and Amazon Top 100 best-selling title as an author. She's got some amazing books. I can't wait to hear more about her books. She's a sought-after keynote speaker, and she is also an attorney. Talk about talent. Um, behind every achievement, Solovic embodies ideas that make her universally and intimately relatable to all entrepreneurs. Hard work, fortitude, and persistence is what Susan is made of. In a world of quick and questionable viral fame, Solovic is a rare commodity. She is what she preaches. So with that, I'd like to welcome Susan to Paying It Forward. Good morning, Susan. Well, good morning, and it's very interesting. Your business tip of the day, I was just writing my blog, which is a daily blog that goes out with uh, small business tips, and I was writing about the importance of creating an advisory board for your small <laughs> business. So you can get that extra help and expertise. Great minds think alike, Josephine. <laughs> well, I am so happy. And Susan, I am grinning from ear to ear because I cannot believe I know how busy you are. You are so talented. You I just can't believe that you're on my show today, and I have to tell you, my followers are going to be thrilled, and my listeners are going to be thrilled to hear all of the tips that you have today. So, we'll get well, started with Well, it's my pleasure this. to be here. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Thank you, thank you. All right, so Susan, one of the questions I always ask um, my the entrepreneurs that I interview is, as a child... Did anything? Did you do anything as a child that would ever make you think that you would be the successful entrepreneur that you are today? Absolutely. I was always trying to figure out ways to make money and not babysitting. <laughs> I wasn't a babysitter by any means, but my parents 
owned a funeral home. They were my mother was an entrepreneur. Uh, she opened her first business right after she lost her first husband in World War II. Oh. And so she was a businesswoman and then she and my my father went into business together. They ran a funeral home in this little small town that I grew up in. And as a teenager, well, I had to work in the business, you know, from the time I was a little tot on up. And when I became a teenager, I realized it wasn't cool working in the funeral home anymore. So <laughs> I, my parents said, well, you know, it's fine if you don't want to work here, but you have to work somewhere. So I got a job as a waitress. And I was waiting tables, and I mean, that is such hard work. And I came home one night, and I threw my tips on the coffee table, and my feet were sore, and they had blisters on them. And I said, boy, there has to be an easier way to make money than this. So I realized that I knew how to twirl a baton. So I went to, there was nobody teaching little girls how to, to twirl in, in this little town anymore. So I went to the high school principal, and I asked to rent the gym on Saturday mornings, and then I ran an ad in the newspaper, and before you knew it, on Saturday mornings, I was teaching 75 little girls how to twirl a baton for $1 each, and this was back in the 70s, so that was pretty good money. And then I realized that I also was a dancer, so I opened up a little dance studio, and all of a sudden, I was making really pretty good money for a kid in high school. But also, one of the things I learned early on is um, the, the difference between creating a sustainable business and the one-on-one -on -one business model, because I took on a couple of students to teach them how to play at a piano. Well, you can only get so much money teaching one student at a time, and you have a finite number of hours in your day. So I realized quickly that in a half an hour, I could teach little Johnny how to play the piano for $5, but I could have five little girls in dance class for $5 each in that half an hour, teaching them how to do plies and pirouettes. I liked the volume method. <laughs> so, Great. And I, I, yeah, and, I, and then when I graduated from high school, I then licensed my business over to another young lady who I had taught, and she was now in high school. And for the first year in college, she paid me a commission on the money that she made running the twirling and the, and the dance studio. So that it was really pretty amazing. cool. That's yeah. amazing. Susan, I cannot believe that you were licensing as a teenager. At, you must have been 18 years old or 19 years old. I was. Yes, I was. And, you know, I think a lot of it, though, is what you're exposed to. And growing up with parents who were in business for themselves, you know, I really watched what they did. And, and you know, they let me run my own thing. They, If I asked for advice, they would share it with me. But, you know, I really, I think there's something that you just absorb by being around people who are entrepreneurs as well. Well, I love to hear that story, Susan, because I live my life with so much guilt because my husband and I are both entrepreneurs and I am forever working when I just kind of feel like, oh my gosh, I really should be spending time with my kids. And I feel so guilty. But then when I go for a parent-teacher conference and my second graders, um, she's seven years old and the teacher turns to me and she says, well, I have to tell you, your daughter did a full-blown presentation on your Glovey's product to the entire class. <laughs> All of the children went home to tell their parents that they have to go on Amazon to buy my Glovey's product. You know, it just kind of makes me feel like, okay, so you know what? Maybe they are absorbing the information that they see day in and day out in the home office. So you make right. me feel no, so I much think it's better. True. And, you know, I, w I will tell you just quickly um, – I have a step-grandson who's 13 years old, and I have some friends in New York who own a restaurant whose son is 13 years old. <laughs> Their son comes in. If he sees me, he will walk over. He'll shake my hand. Hello, Mrs. Solovic. He'll carry on a little conversation with me, and, you know, then he goes on about his day. My, and I love my step-grandson to death. He's adorable. But he couldn't carry on a conversation with an adult if you had a gun to his head. So, yeah, yeah. I really think there is a lot of that children learn from being in that environment, and I'm very grateful. And I actually, the same little 13-year-old, we took him on vacation. And during vacation time, I would have to set aside time to 
get on my computer and answer emails and do some work. And he came, he calls me Gigi, came in and, and I was sitting on the bed one day and he came in, he crawled up by me. He said, Gigi, you work too hard. And I said, honey, <laughs> do you like going on these fun vacations and swimming with the dolphins and doing this? He's like, yes. And I said, then Gigi has to work. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> that is so funny and so yeah. true. You know, so often my children say the same thing, like, Mommy, why do you have to be on your computer so much? And I say to them, well, the money tree outside, you know, if you keep shaking it, there's no more money on it. We have to work so that you can have fun and do the things. You know, Susan, what's happening now is the children, to buy a pair of sneakers for the kids, it's hundreds oh. of dollars. I'm like, are you right. kidding me? And I grew up with a very humble background. You know, I, I was one of 11 children. Wow. So we had one pair of sneakers a year, you know, wow. and that yeah. was our pair of sneakers. And now it's just like every couple of months, the kids want new sneakers. So anyway. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Now, it's it's a constant thing. And there's so much peer pressure you know, growing up now, too. When I was growing up, we didn't really know name brands. You know, you got your sneakers, and they were a pair of sneakers, and that was it. Now it's got to be a certain brand and a certain look. And, you know, if not, the you know, the other kids, they bully each other. They make fun of each other. It's really sad. It's It truly, truly is. And um, times have just changed so much. But what I do love about the times that have changed is um, Shark Tank, Susan. Yes. <laughs> do you love Shark Tank? You know, I do. I think it's so great, and there's so much. Um, I actually did a, a, a segment for one of the, uh, for the WFAA uh, affiliate in Dallas, Texas, on how to pitch to Shark Tank, and there's so much to learn about what happens on Shark Tank. If you just watch and analyze what those entrepreneurs, those investors are asking those business owners and then go back and ask yourself those same questions, you can really identify a lot of weaknesses in your own business plan. I mean, that is such a great, great tip. But we're coming up on um, our very, very first break, and I have to tell my listeners out there, I told you this was going to be a great show, so... We have a lot to um, to learn about, and I can't wait to talk to Susan about all of her wonderful books. She's got four amazing books out there. So with that, um, just hang in there, and we'll be right back with Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, right after these on Toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. 
as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine, and wow, I can't wait to ask Susan Solovic, our um, guest today, more about um, how she defines success in business. And um, Susan, well, we were talking about Shark Tank before the break, and I think I love that suggestion that you have as business owners for us to really analyze and study those shows and go back and really ask ourselves, so how can how would we answer that question if we were on national TV and really take the steps in order to improve your business? So I love that. I think that's great. But I have a quick question, Susan. So as far as running your business, I mean, I have a home office. I've always worked from home. And in the back of my mind, so often I just wonder, gosh, would it make more sense for me to go out and get a physical space where I would actually, you know, drive to every day? What are your thoughts about that? You know, I think that there is a real trend moving away from the bricks-and-mortar office space. Now, there are some exceptions to that, but I, too, I work out of a home office. I gave up my office space four years ago, actually, and now my entire team, we work virtually. We have staff meetings via Google Hangout or Skype or something like that, and, and in fact, I have couple of employees that I have never, ever met face-to-face. So, you know, you can build these great teams and get the resources you need uh, without everybody having to be in the same spot. So I think that that's a trend. You know, when I started a business, well, I was in corporate America and in television for a while, and then my first business was a PR and advertising agency, and I left corporate America. My parents thought I was absolutely nuts. And wow. I started this agency, and I ran it out of my home. And I was using virtual teams. This was before it was a buzzword or anybody even thought about managing businesses like that. And then I moved into office space. Well, then you've got all that extra overhead and things. You know, the difference is, you know, it really depends on where you are. Back then, we, you know, if you didn't have a place where customers, clients could come, it was kind of frowned upon. Now, it's no big deal to meet your clients at a Starbucks or your local coffee shop. Um, so that's, that's not unheard of. Plus, there are shared office spaces. There are co-working office spaces. So I think unless you have a product that you need to have foot traffic coming in and out um, or a lot of interaction among your employees because of, of the nature of the project, you can really work from anywhere, and it's, for me, it's great because my husband and I, my home home is in St. Louis. I have an apartment in New York City, and we were just looking last week in uh, West Palm Beach to buy a condo down there, and my husband said, are you sure? And I said, I can work from anywhere. It doesn't matter. All I need is an Internet connection and my computer, and I'm set, ready to go. How amazing is that? I mean, to think as small business owners that we are really able to do this and the amount of money we save by not oh. having to pay that. And it's it's not even just the rent. It's everything that goes along with it. It's, you know, all the, co- the cable lines, the telephone lines, all of that. It's just amazing that we oh. can even just forward our phones from all over the oh. place, and nobody knows where you're calling or talking from. Right, exactly. Yeah, I actually, we have a, an 800 number, it's 866, but it's a product that AT&T offers called uh, Office at Hand, and you call that number, and you can pick out an extension, and let's say that you and I are both, you know, you have an extension, you're 10 and I'm 12, and somebody accidentally gets me, then it comes to my cell phone. Well, I answer, I'm like, oh, you need to talk to Josephine. So I can actually, from my, tra- my cell phone, transfer that call to you, wherever you are. It is the coolest thing. You never know you weren't, like, right in an office with a PBX system. Oh, my God, that sounds amazing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's AT&T office at hand. We should, you know, any listeners out there that has a small yeah. business... We should look that up. But, Susan, that's a great tip. Do you have another, like, what is your favorite business app that you feel has helped your business the most? You know, I, I have a couple that I use. First of all, I use a, an, a, an expense tracking application called iExpenseIt because I travel all the time. 
And one of the things that I was frustrated with, and my husband's a CPA, so it was a constant source of tension in our household, (laughs) was losing receipts or forgetting to write down cash expenditures. So now all I do is I take a picture of the receipt, I, I log it in with this app, or I put in the cash expense, log it in, and it prints out a monthly report and sends it to right to our bookkeeping system with, and it's already, you know, whether it's meals or airfare or client expense, whatever it is, it's already organized by category, and it goes right into the system. So there's no more lost expenses, receipts, cash. Um, so it, it's a cool application. The other one I use is I use a mobile payment system, and when I'm out on the road and if I'm selling my books or whatever, I just use this little thing. It plugs into my cell phone or my iPad, swipe the um, the card on there, you know, totals it up. They can sign for it. If it's over a certain dollar amount, I can email them a receipt, and it goes straight into my bank account. It is, like, so easy, and I just, I don't know how we lived without it. I know. This is what I can't believe as small business owners, how it's becoming so much easier for us to actually do business, whereas right. years ago, can you imagine how stressed out the business owners probably were like, oh, well, I'll take your information and I'll get back to you or I'll have my secretary get back to get the information or even the billing process to send them out bills right. and then to have to even call to get paid. I mean, even right now, if somebody goes on my Glovey's website to purchase my product, you know, they're purchasing through PayPal. And right. they're, they're prepaying for the product, and I get it out within hours. I, I'm crazy about customer service, and I get the product out immediately. But the fact that I got prepaid and I don't have to go after people that might have even just forgotten to pay the biller, it just saves us so much time, so... It I does, agree. no. I it, agree. It's great. And, you know, and, and, and with the, the credit card payments, years ago when I would speak somewhere and, and sell books, you know, if they couldn't support me with an Internet connection in my computer, I would manually swipe those credit cards. And I would put, you know, their phone numbers on it or whatever, and then I'd bring them home, and then we'd process them. And sometimes they wouldn't go through. Then you have to try to track down that person to say, hey, you're, you're – thing was rejected, but they've already walked away with your product. Right. So, you know, I, I know I always lost at least 5% of product just because the credit cards didn't go through. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's just, it's a great tool that they have out there now. So, right. Um, Susan, did you want to share one more with us or should I? Well, the other one I use is Evernote. I use Evernote a lot. When I come up with an, see an idea or I want to I don't want to lose something, a great article or something. I use Evernote just to track all those. I have different notebooks to organize things. And, you know, I, I, I can just easily go back and then pull up whatever it might be that I need to be reminded of or wanted to use later. Uh, it's another great tool and organizing tool for small businesses. Oh, my gosh. You just have a whole slew of them. So um, we're coming up on another break real soon. But um, when we come back, I can't wait to ask you a few questions, Susan, about social media. I mean, it's amazing that when I first started my radio show almost five years ago, over five years ago, or I guess it's going to be five years at the end of this year. Wow. um, Yeah, I really didn't know anything about social media, and I wasn't convinced that it could do anything for my business. And... As a small business owner, I mean, I am so crazy busy. Every minute of the day, I'm saying to myself, do I really have that kind of time to invest in social media? And as I started interviewing more and more entrepreneurs, I realized how powerful it really was. And the fact that I have you here on our show today is a perfect example that, you know, I had seen you on Twitter And I said, wow, who is this person? Let me do some research. And as I researched you and went to your website, I was so blown away by the solid business information that you were able to provide to so many people. And that's when I was able to just tweet you and invite you to be on, on the show. And it's just, it's amazing what we really have access to now. Oh, it really is. And, you know, I think, I think that's a great topic to talk about because 
I know people, I've gotten business from social media. I know other people who have. And it's what you're talking about is when people tell me they don't have time to spend on social media, I tell them they don't have time not to not spend to. on it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's great. Well, we're yeah. coming up on a break right now, and I can't wait to talk more about social media when we come back. So everyone, hang in there, please. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Hi, everybody. This is Pete Six of Beatles and Beyond. Why don't we all come together and hear some of the tracks off the latest Beatles release on this radio station. Why don't you look up the schedules on this radio station and join me and Beatles listeners everywhere to hear the latest releases from the Beatles on Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I am so excited Susan Solovic is with us. So, Susan, before break, we were talking a little bit about social media. So, my question to you is, you have an amazing blog, and trust me, everybody needs to go to the blog, and Susan's going to tell us how to um, get to her if you have any questions, and, you know, we'll want all that information. Well, Susan, why don't we do that right now? Can you tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you? Sure. The best way is just to go to my website, which is susansolovic.com, and Solovic is spelled like Solovic, S-O-L-O-V as in Victor, I-C. Or, of course, as you know, Josephine, you can follow me on Twitter, which my handle is just at Susan Solovic, or on Facebook, which is Facebook.com, Susan Solovic. Okay, that's perfect. So let's talk about the importance of having a blog, Susan, and maybe you can ask this question. Because I've noticed when I've been on your blog, you have amazing guest bloggers. So first, tell us a little bit about the importance of having a blog. And then my second question to you is, when and why would you have guest bloggers? Well, the one reason to have guest the primary reason to have guest bloggers is to um, really enhance your SEO, your traction on the Internet for, so that the search engines can find you. So the more relative, relative, uh, relevant content that you put on your website – the more the search engines are going to be attracted to you and recognize you. You want to constantly be putting fresh, new, and appropriate, vibrant content on your website. So I invite bloggers to come on my website, and then I, they, we post their blogs. We put an author block on there. We put a link to their website or to their sales process, whatever they prefer. And, of course, then we, ask, we let them know when the site, when it's live, and then they promote that in their social media and in their, uh, on their websites that it's live and they can come see it on my website. 
So that's very helpful, too. And then I also am writing every single day. So, And you can subscribe to my daily tips right on the home page of uh, the website, or you can subscribe to the newsletter, either one. Um, but once again, it's that fresh content that is, relevant to the keywords that you want to be associated with in the search engine traction, and that really helps you climb up the rank. So, for example, a year ago last January, in um, on an Alexa ranking, that's alexa.com, uh-huh. my site was like 2.5 million, million in the world globally. And now if you go on alexa.com, I'm right at 200,000. So I've wow. gone from... 2,000,000.5 to 200,000 because I've been able to engage my audience with that kind of traffic. Oh, that's amazing. That's a really, really high ranking. That's yeah, great. And, I, and honestly, I think, now I haven't tried it in a couple of weeks, but normally if you go into like a Google search engine and type in the words, the small business expert, you will see that I come up first. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations. That's, that truly you. is a big, big accomplishment. <laughs> so, so, Susan, I'm curious about something. So you said you write every day. My question yes. to you is, and I know that this is very early for you because you're in, where are you today? I should ask that. Well, I'm in St. Louis today, so I'm fine. Okay. But you started your day off already exercising. What does a typical day in your life look like? Oh, boy, there is no typical day, <laughs> uh, which is good. I like it that way. But, you know, I do. I have a chronic pain condition, an autoimmune condition, which really at times has almost taken me out of the out of the game, so to speak. And so one of the things that I'm very um, committed to is, is making sure that I exercise and eat right. And I think that's really a good message for every entrepreneur because when you're running your business, it's a 24-7 activity. And you can really burn yourself out and give yourself a million excuses for not taking care of you. And I can personally tell you that if you don't take care of you, you will eventually stumble in your business because you just can't keep up at that pace. So that's, you know, I usually try to get up in the mornings and exercise uh, anywhere from three to five days a week. It depends on my travel schedule. So that's kind of a standard thing that I do. Um, and then I, one of the first things I do in the morning is check emails. Uh, I go on Facebook. I look to see if it's anybody's birthday so I can wish uh-huh. them have a happy birthday. And then I post some of my comments that I want to go out using Hootsuite. Uh, so I schedule those for the day. So I spend about 10 minutes doing some social media activities, and then I go on to the rest of, you know, what what are the priorities for the day. And one of my time management skills is I take a, um, and this is not very technical, but I take an index card every morning, and I write the things that absolutely have to get done that day, and I put down information like a phone number or a website or whatever um, that I need in order to get that done. And then I put the rest of my to-do list aside. So I don't worry about those things until I get those top key priority things done. Oh, that's great. About how many key things are done? Is it three? Is it five? Is there a magic number? You know, it really, once again, it depends on the day. So yesterday was a crazy, I'm sorry, Monday was a crazy busy day for me because uh, I had been traveling. So I came in, I sat down, I I started work at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I had about a dozen things that I had to get off my plate that day. And you have to stay very focused and just, you know, don't allow distractions to get in your way. You have to stay focused. Okay. Okay, that's wonderful. You know what, Susan, I you are probably about, I think you're number 175, my 175th entrepreneur that I have interviewed and I have to tell you it's almost it almost somehow always comes up during the interview. Really? That those successful entrepreneurs always have their list of priorities to do. Like when they wake up in the morning, it's no guesswork as to what has to get done. And I think that's how they stay so focused. And you know, every step forward gets you to that goal, you know. Which Yeah, you know, I, I tell you I the one thing that I just drives me nuts is when people give me excuses and they say, oh, well, I just haven't had time. But I've seen on their social media they've been out 
with at lunch with their friends or, you know, they did this or that. And I look at them and I think, you know, I have got more on my plate than most people I know. And I managed to get everything done. If I make a commitment to somebody, I'm going to get it done. So, you know, when, when business owners, they promise things to deliver things and then they come back with excuses. I'm sorry. I do not deal well with that. Your excuse, that's your problem. Now I've made it my problem, and I don't like that. Yeah, I I think that's so right. It's just, it's kind of respect that you have to respect other people's time because everybody's busy, like you said. Susan, I look back at the days when I was younger, and even though I was one of 11 kids, it was just so different back then. Now it's like, when does life slow down? And that is why it's so important to have your priorities in line. And anyway, that's what I that's yes. what I think. So I love the way that you laid out your day for us and I'm sure lots of lots of us will follow in, you know, and learn from that. All right, I'm gonna move on. So Susan, okay. I have a question for you. You are the author of four books, correct? Four amazing books. Yes, that's books. correct. Which is your favorite one? Let's let's name the books first. Okay. The first one was called The Girl's Guide to Power and Success. So it was sort of the precursor to Sheryl Sandberg's Lean In. The second one was called Reinvent Your Career. The third one was The Girl's Guide to Building a Million Dollar Business, which I wrote um, after I crossed the million-dollar threshold with one of my businesses and realized so few women were reaching that point. And I wanted to say, you know, I'm sorry, this is not brain surgery. If I can do it, you can do it, and here are the fundamentals. And then the last one, which hit all the major lists, was called It's Your Biz, The Complete Guide to Becoming Your Own Boss. And it really, the the title is a little deceiving because it really is more about how do you build that successful and sustainable business in today's economy. Wow. These are amazing. So we're coming up on another break real soon. But Susan, so which is your favorite book? The author of four amazing books. I think the very first one, The Girl's Guide to Power and Success, is my favorite. Um, I I think that I did a lot of research. I interviewed well over 100 women from all different walks of life, um, different backgrounds, different industries, different um, experience levels, and it was just fascinating. And the one thing I learned was no matter what age, no matter where you are, women um, tend to have the same common threads and concerns that, you know, everywhere. And I just found that interesting. So I think that was my favorite. Oh, well, this is great. So we're coming up on another break, but I just want everybody to know that all of Susan's books can be found on Amazon.com. So um, let's support Susan and everybody go out and grab a book. And I'll tell you, I think they're a perfect gift. For any entrepreneur out there, you know, if you have, maybe the husbands are listening, so go out and get them for your wife. (laughs) Well, I tell you, and you can also get them on my website, and if you order through the website and you want me to autograph it for you, I'll do that as well. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, wonderful. So we're up on another break. Everyone, please stay with us because Susan has some great business tips as we wrap up our show. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend It principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out GirlfriendIt.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have mm-hmm. somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. 
Be Here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited because Susan Solovic is going to give us some amazing business tips. But before we get to that, Susan, I have a question. So now that you have these four top best-selling books out there, how do you get the word out to let everybody know that the books exist? Well, you know, it's, it's a very hard thing to do. And it's, that's why it's so difficult to make the New York Times list and all those things because there are so many books being published now because of the ease of self-publishing. So you really have to figure out a way to break through the clutter and get your name out there. Fortunately, some of the earlier books were written still in a time where um, the big publishers had more clout and they having the distribution channels and um, their sales team, et cetera, and, an, and a marketing team. They certainly helped a lot. Now, that changed as time went on. So you have to learn to use things like um, social media, of course, is a great way to start spreading the word. I created a Facebook page when my last book came out just devoted to the book. And if you liked the page, you got a first, you know, you got a a sample chapter that you could read. And if you pre-ordered, you got put into a drawing to win um, a week's trip to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. So that was a little promotional campaign I did. And then I also had a website that I designed just for the book. So it was called itsyourbizbook.com. And as soon as you came on, you got a video of me talking about the book. There was a place to pre-order the book. And so it's really just doing everything you can. And, of course, the media. You know, I sent copies of um, the galley proof to... Uh, bloggers who I knew wrote about it, to reporters, to everybody I could think of, radio show hosts like yourself, and uh-huh. you know, everyone I could think of who might want to talk about the book, might have me on and interview me about the book. So there was a lot of that kind of thing, too. So one of the things that I tell you know small business owners, obviously, if you have a really expensive prob- project or product, you can't do this, but it doesn't hurt to give it away sometimes to get people talking about it, to experience it, and let them start talking and become a great marketer for you. Oh, this is wonderful. Great, great information. So, Susan, real quick, can you tell us a little bit about your team? Like, who who makes up your team? Well, my team is made up of, believe it or not, my husband, who is, we <laughs> call him the chief, chief everything else officer. Um, he is my... Uh, he's the operational guy, so he manages all the logistics. He's the shipping department. Sometimes he gets involved in sales. <laughs> so, oh, that's but, so funny. Uh, yeah, he manages my contracts. But then I have someone, two people just devoted to business development and sales. So they're out pitching me to speak at various events, um, do webinars for companies, things like that, do content blogs. Um, I have an IT person who is basically on staff um, all ta- at all hours, so he works remotely. And then I have another part-time uh, IT person who does more of, like, the design and, and changes like that. And then I have a couple of writers who work for me, so they are doing research and writing. And I never put anything out that it hasn't had my touch, but they often do a lot of the groundwork for me. Oh, that's perfect. 
You know, it's amazing when you have a solid team, the way that you've set up yours, that when somebody goes and looks you up, it's like, oh, my God, does she have 48 hours in a day because I only have 24? But it's just, it goes back to what you just said, is that let them do the groundwork and it's your signature on everything because now you've got, it's so much easier to have the time to re- uh, I guess, review or refresh something when the researcher right. has already been done. So this is great. Right. Okay. Well, you have to really look at, you know, what your strengths are, where do you want to spend your time. And it's what I call the my top theory, multiply yourself through other people. You can't do it all. It's that one-on-one business model. You have to take the risk and bring other people in so you can really focus on building the business and doing what you do best. Perfect. Okay, so Susan, this entire interview has been all about great business tips from you, but being that we wrap up the show um, every single week with the five best best business tips, let's um, start with your very first one. Well, my first business tip would be to make sure that you are thinking big. The interesting thing about small businesses is they don't fail because they're thinking too big. They often fail because they're thinking too small. So whatever stage your business is in, whether you're just starting or whether you're sort of stuck in a rut and you're not growing, step back and take a look at your business and think about what is it that I can do that is going to really help propel the growth of my business and get bigger than I am. The sustainable business concept means that the business can sustain itself without you in it. So if you are the product or service, you have not bent, built a real business. You've built a job for yourself. So you have to think big. The second thing I think that you need to look at is process and systems in your business. So I always tell business owners, you need to create a product or service that can be taught, repeated, and consistently delivered. Taught, repeated, and consistently delivered. That's how you're able to bring other people in to help you grow your business. If you have to have your finger involved in every single aspect of it, you have not achieved that. And every business has the capability, unless it's some way out designer, artist somewhere, uh, every business has the capability of doing that. So the process. Then the third thing is the people. And I find that small business owners, as they start to grow, they're worried about cash flow, and understandably so. I get that. Um, But, you know, you really need people to help you grow your business. Now, when I start a business, one of the first job positions I feel, feel uh, place is a chief operations officer. I am not a good detail person, and I know it. I can do it, but I don't like it, and I'm not that great at it. So mm-hmm. the first thing I do is try to get that off my plate. Bring somebody in who just absolutely loves those spreadsheets and all that detail <laughs> and let them manage it so I can go on and do what I do best. So, and that sometimes means you have to invest in a quality individual. It's not your next-door neighbor. It's not your best friend. It's somebody who truly has the skill set that you need to go to the next level. And you, you want to invest in somebody of quality who, who is a rock star. That's what you want to do. So that's the third thing. The fourth thing is you've got to be willing to promote. And in those early days, that means you. You are the the best salesperson for your business, even if you think you're not in sales. So you've got to get out there and ask for those business opportunities. And I'm just going to tell you one really quick story. When I founded my Internet company, which was one of the first video news uh, websites uh, for small businesses, I was at an award ceremony, and Donald Trump was there. He was getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh And I walked right up to him, tapped him on the shoulder, he stood up, and I said, Mr. Trump, you need to be doing business with me. And he looked at me, and he let me make my pitch, and he gave me his phone number. And, you know, the next thing I knew, I was in Donald Trump's office. That's the kind of chutzpah you have to have. you got to go out there and ask for the business. That's that's, so funny, Susan, because, you know, I've had several guests on my show, and we were all talking about the universe and your thoughts and everything. And right before I had... um, 
you came on the air this morning. For some reason, I kept thinking, well, if I can get Susan, I can get Donald Trump. And here you are talking about Donald Trump. Oh, how funny is that? Right. (laughs) It's a small world, isn't it? That's so funny. But, okay, so let's go to your very last tip. We have less than a minute. Okay. And the last thing I would just say, and we touched on it earlier, is to take care of yourself. You really need to focus on yourself as you're growing your business. So it's really easy. And I, you know, I'll share this and very quickly, but I, I've had my moments with my health issues because I was just burning myself out. But I actually lost a business partner um, at a very young age, and he had cancer. And, I, you know, you never know what stress and work and all that, what role it plays in, in cancer. But, you know, I certainly look back on that now and thinking how we were sacrificing our health, our, our families, our social life, and everything because we were so on the fast track growing this business. And I look at it and think if we had taken a stop, just a moment to breathe and to relax once in a while, maybe he'd still be here today. So I know from my own personal situation that, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not in good health, you are not doing your business good, any good, or the team around you, or your family. So try to stay focused on taking care of yourself as well as your business. Wow. What amazing business tips. And Susan Solovic, thank you so so much from the bottom of my heart for being part of Paying It Forward. You truly paid your knowledge forward to all my listeners. And um, I hope you'll come back on Paying It Forward, Susan. You were amazing. Oh, absolutely. It was a fun show. Thank you, Josephine. And I hope the rest of your week is fantastic. Wonderful. So everyone, you can reach Susan at, um, go visit her website, www.susansolovic, that's spelled S-O-L-O-V-I-C dot com. So with that, I hope everybody has a wonderful, productive week, and I'll see you again next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Tarasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned, both good and bad, and sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of paying it forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. And for more great ideas, information, tools, tips, and tricks in life and in business, join us next week for more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com.